Hey everybody, hey, Pastor Pat Rankin. I am with my co-host, my friend, my wife, Vicki Rankin. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good morning to you. And Mike is, let's see, Mike is in recovery uh, from an elbow surgery. Yes. Right? Well, he will be. Yeah, will be. Um, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Mike. I know he's watching the show this morning. And Donna, thank you um, for all you guys do. But uh, we got a great, great show for you. A lot of information. I don't know if we'll be able to pack it all in. Got a devotion that will probably start, will kickstart um, kick the show. Uh, so let I may have my wife open us in prayer and then we're going to go back to the prayer wall you guys send your prayer request in uh, put them on the prayer wall put them on the show share them uh, go Vicki Rankin Father God we just want to thank you today for our Overcomer Hour show and we thank you for taking care of Mike as he has surgery and recovery and everything going on with him and so he can be back here with Pat next week and I just lift up all the prayer requests on our prayer wall to you and all the prayer requests around the world. Mm -hmm. And we just thank you for this show and we hope it reaches and touches someone's heart. In so Jesus' much. name, amen. Amen, amen. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am, we're just uh, going through the prayer wall. Man, this prayer wall is awesome. I need to, uh, I'll tell you what we need you guys to do. If you guys are on this prayer wall, uh, in your prayer. I keep hitting it in the wrong spot. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Uh, I'm going to go through it here. Say, if you're on the prayer wall, have prayers on the prayer wall, please update them. That's the, that's the advantage of this prayer wall is that you can monitor that. You don't have to... Update it and let yeah, us know if somebody's know. doing better or yeah, if they need, still need prayer. Yeah, or if you're done, if your loved one's been healed or you've been healed or your prayer was answered, remove them, uh, remove them or just say, hey, it's been answered, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it, it really takes that, it really takes that middleman out of uh, what the girls used to do at the office. I think, I think it was great and it was fine, but the e with as many prayers as we got, the email was no way of keeping up with it and then giving it to us and blah, blah, blah. So um, if you guys uh, would monitor that, that would be great. Then we'll know uh, what's what on there. And uh, man, it's it's grown. Um, so prayer's good. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's go through some of those prayers and we'll talk about what we want to talk about. And uh, uh, just here we go. want to lift up for sure our friend uh, Deb Brenneman. Uh, and she and we all mourn the loss of our friend uh, Tim Brenneman. Love yes. that guy and uh, miss him. And I'm sure we will have details on his homecoming service shortly. Yep. Uh, after she makes all those arrangements. Again, uh, my buddy Mike Sr., uh, who's at home recovering from surgery um, and praying for our Brookline um, outreach uh, that we'll be doing later today uh, down in Republic, Missouri. I want to pray for Mark Carroll and his wife. I got to talk with him. Mark, if you're watching the show this morning, um, I, am, I am thrilled that I got to talk to you uh, the other day. Uh, I think it was on Sunday night we talked for a while. Super, super great Sunday. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, it was. And we'll talk about that. Remind me to talk about the uh, Ministry Leaders Conference. And the services. Were and the service. Yeah, write all that down. So I, Man, I got so many dang notes. Anyways, let's go through some of these prayers. And we've kind of already prayed for this, but we're going to lift it up again. Um... Mike Madelon wants prayers for his stepdad, Tom. Me and me and Mike got to pray for that. Uh, Aunt Jen uh, said, let's let's continue to lift up EJ and Shelby's neighbor. Was off uh, the ventilator for a minute. I think she had to go back on. Um, asking for total healing there. Terry wants prayers uh, for chronic pain. Uh, Sarah Koenig uh, praying for restoration at her home and stability for her daughter. Um and and let's see please pray she's looking for a new home so we're lifting you up uh sarah in that prayer eric johns uh, the same one that was uh up there with aunt jen the yeah mm -hmm. the neighbor we're continuing to pray for that for healing for that lady um and i heard she was doing quite a bit better yeah she uh, was in a fire yeah fire. for um, those that don't know yeah veronica uh, wants prayers for her heart health, um, and she has some other issues, coming up. procedures coming up. Uh, she says, Jesus is my healer. Amen. Uh, Sally Nice, uh, Sal Gal said, praise for herself. Her surgery went well. I think she's doing good. Been seeing her around. She was at uh, church this weekend, and... Uh, and uh, might be getting back to playing here in a minute. I think it was another week or two she's got before she can come back to playing. Uh, and want to lift up her daughter, Kathy Beal, uh, who, we, who we love and hope that all is well with her, for her healing. And everybody up there at her church has been so supportive of her care and prayer. Uh, anonymous prayer for this man's wife. Anonymous prayer for... Um, Let's see, they got some unemployment issues there for that person. And Z Zaita has some prayers for um, some spirits and some spiritual warfare she's facing. Let me flip one more page. Uh, there's no way we'll be able to go through 26 pages, but I'd like, mm -hmm. like to do the... We definitely need to update. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Da our brother, Danny Cahill, if you're out there, brother, we love you. Uh, stay warm. He's in New York. We love you, brother. Justin, uh, praying for uh, his daughter, Lily, will be eight years, uh, I think it's eight years old, and she has surgery coming up. Oh. And, and my wife wants to continue to lift up Timmy Turner, who is doing way, way, way better. David Carroll has, uh, uh, wants prayers for James Carroll. And uh, Pierre wants prayers for um, full remission uh, from cancer uh, from his body. Robert Davis wants continued prayers for uh, custody issue, and Becca wants prayers for restoration in her marriage, and Linda Carpenter continue prayers for her with her issues she got in her stomach. Um, Becky Briner wants prayers for uh, Pete and Lillian, and Pete wants prayers for the perfect job and also uh, reconnect with Karen and Denise. So I'm going to have my wife lift these up, these up, all that you well, guys first have. First, we want to welcome to the show Mary Vandergriff, Jim Evans, Jessica Kofer, Leanne Loudon, Dietta Bryan, uh, Mark Wan, Donna Wood, Melissa Gibbons, 
Mary Roth, Roxanne Galati, Tiffany Short, Becca Law, Chancine Swoboda, Kelly Stanford, Terry Barrick, Mandy Schulte, Connie Goway, Tony Lohagen, Carrie Lynch, Angela Cherry, and Chrissy Gillette. Probably missed some there too, but uh, yeah, go ahead and thank you guys. So Vic, go ahead and lift them up in prayer. Then we will get into what we want to talk about today on the show. Lord, we want to lift up all these prayer requests on our prayer wall and all the many other ones that are on there. And we just ask favor on all of them and uh, that you continue to bless us and uh, just teach us how to pray and to keep praying. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, got it. And it's so awesome. Uh, so I did this devotional with my wife and uh, sent it to my daughter. Actually, it was a devotion um, that we did at the garage. Um, well, first of all, on, should we tell them about all our online people? What's it? How they're not really online right now. Oh. We're pretending. We're pretending, yeah. Sorry, I just don't want to mislead you all. Yeah. But that's who was on last week Yeah. in Amen. the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that's fun. I thought we'd do that at the end of the show. But anyways. No, because so, they're probably like, hold on, I don't see that person on here. Yeah. And yeah. So, so if you were on last week in the first 10 minutes, we just announced your name. If you were on later in the show, sorry, we couldn't go that far. Yeah. Um, so back to the garage. So we met on Monday. Guys were here. You've probably seen a picture of it. And uh, my picture taken doesn't do it justice, but it actually was was very, uh, very good. And uh, Jim Evans uh, gave his testimony, and I got to speak. So um, it, was, it was super, super powerful. And uh, one of the things that – and, and Mark, uh, Pastor Mark uh, and Randy the Barber has done such a great job on the men's garage and there was great food um that randy the barber and his wife elizabeth made it oh was, i smelled it it was it, it smelled yeah, good yeah. i didn't get to taste it all but it mm -hmm. smelled incredible yeah um so anyways we got back here it was like taco night so you could make it any way you want and it was taco this and rice on top of meat on top of chips and i put lettuce on there and i put sauce on there mm -hmm. And I put um, well, anything sour cream good. on there. Man, it was good. I only had one one uh, bowl. Uh, was it a big bowl? Pretty big. I figured. Pretty so. big, and uh, it was all good. So, anyways, back to the garage. And then I got to speak, and my wife asked me about this. She goes, "What'd you speak on?" I said, "Basically, kind of talked about um, keeping your wife first after Christ." And, and we'll get back to that. Um, because being as it was all men, I was was challenging these men to, and then some of the guys that were single who are courting somebody, uh, we talked about that, and and uh, I use Ecclesiastes chapter three, uh, where Solomon talks about there's a time for everything, and uh, I tell you what, let's go to that, and then I'll I'll just kind of tell you what I talked about, uh, without giving it all away, and then we'll... are we going to be in First Chronicles? Uh, we're going to be in Ecclesiastes. Oh. So, um, so I got notes here, but um, let's do this. For there, uh, for everything, there is a season, a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, 
a time to plan, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, uh, a time to refrain uh, from embracing, a time to seek. I'm in verse 6, 3-6 in Ecclesiastes. A time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to uh, hate, a time for war, a time for peace. All right. Why did I say that? I opened up my, my men's group there that night, or not mine, actually, Randy the Barber and Pastor Mark, because I just let everybody know there's, there's going to come a time when you have to put uh, childish things away and guys going to take care of the family, take care of the wives, make sure the wives first. I went back to Genesis and, and talked about that old thing. And then I went into Ephesians chapter five about how the wife and the husband are supposed to live. So that's kind of what I talked about. I won't get into all the, uh, all of that, but that was the, the context of, of the study. So it was super cool. And, uh, I titled our overcomer hour, uh, make a list. So I'm going to be talking about how you guys can stay healthy. New year, new you. A list of uh, what? Like 10 things? No, no. Don't give me the 10 things. My <laughs> wife does the 10 thing list. It doesn't work. Re it remember, remember what I said. You can do two or three things well, but not four or five. And I'll explain that when we go, because I know a lot of you guys just write down a bunch of things and that's, that's the problem. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and get into well, it Well, here's now. what I do. I'll make a list of 10 things, and then throughout the week, as I complete each task, I checkmark it. Yeah, I so, and and that's the way girls think, and that's fine. But if, if I'm working with somebody, and Vicki will tell you this, if I'm working with somebody and I'm trying to get them to be uh, more productive in their life, the first thing I do is take everything off the table. Don't don't think about all that because he you here's what happens when you get so many thoughts in your head, you just shut down. You won't do anything. It's kind of like fear, and, true. and basically now that's, that is true. Yeah, and basically that's what happens with people. Whether you know people become hoarders or people become uh, non-moving, they lock up because they don't know what to do. Because there's so many things they go. I need to do this. I need to do that. Stop all that. I'm going to help you out today, and it could be it, this. Probably will be one of the one of the better overcomer hours or at least one of the most informatives uh, because it's so heartfelt and my heart just aches for people that get locked up uh, and get overwhelmed or B, just get locked up in fear because they have too many things to do. So remember, you can do two or three things well, but not four. So let, let me give you some advice here. So the first thing I put on my list in the morning is God. Now in that, in that God, there's prayer, uh, there's Bible reading, and I know that week I need to be at church and, and for sure on the weekend. Um, and then me and my wife will talk about our schedule. Me and my wife pretty much almost every day or at least every night, maybe twice, sometimes three times a day, we go over schedules. Uh, and and confirm them. And confirm. And let me say this to you. You don't have to be a professional to sit down and do this, kind of like me and Vicki were, um, you know, professional ministry, if you will. You, it will help your life 
if you will just make a list and sit down with your spouse or maybe you don't have a spouse or whatever, you just live with your kids, wherever it is, let your family know what's going on. And then that way there's not so much miscommunication or you never told me this. Even though we do this, there's, there's times when I will forget to tell my wife things because I have so many things going on in my life. But it doesn't mean I stop doing all these things. It just means I prioritize them. So here, right here in my Bible, it says timing is everything. And it reminded me of something I heard on the radio a long time ago that changed my whole world. And that was, there are 24 hours to a day and every single person has those 24 hours. What you do with those 24 hours is up to you. Because I used to be, oh, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to clean. Well, I don't have time to do that. And, and they, it was a great show and it talked about you have the same amount of time I have the same amount of time as Pastor Pat I could be you know maybe you got to get up at five instead of getting up at eight that's pretty much maybe you stay up till I'm, I'm I like to stay up later so maybe you stay up till 11 instead of going to bed at nine but there's you you need to use your time to get the things done that you want to get done um, and I'm a multitasker so I can be cooking dinner run down do the laundry and take care of the dogs you know, I do a lot of things at once. He does one at a time, but but he stays busy and he gets up early to get things done. Mm -hmm. So it just reminded me about time. So, so let me tell you about. So since we're on that time thing, and and we're only on thing on on number one, so I'm only going to do three things. Uh, so we're so God being first it needs to be prayer, Bible, and church. Let me read the devotion that I wanted to share with you, and this is actually something that came from Randy the Barber on Monday night. Uh, and this is from Billy Graham, James 4.14. What is your life, even a vapor that appeareth for a while and then vanish away? Um, nothing takes God by surprise. Everything is moving according to plan, and God wants you in that plan. The devil also has a plan for the world. God has a plan, and the devil has a plan, and you will have to decide which plan you are going to fit into. Scripture says that God allows us 70 years and some beyond. The first 15 years are spent in childhood and early adolescence. 20 years are spent in bed. And in the last five, physical limitations start to curtail our activities. That gives us about 30 years in which to live as adults. We take out for eating and figure our taxes and we are down to perhaps 15 years. Now suppose we spend seven of those watching television. That cuts us down to seven or eight years. Seven years? Yes. Our time is short. The time that we can invest for God and creative things and reaching our fellow men for Christ is short. Stop for just a second. So my goal is, my goal is not necessarily see how much I can get done in one day. I'm, I'm really more about quality. Uh, or I, I'm more about quantity than I am necessary quality. And, and, and let, hear me when I say this. I'm about progress instead of perfection. A lot of times people do things in such perfect order, they never get anything done. They go, well, look at that, that was a masterpiece. You know, this was great. Did you see the this that I did you see the pain? And and that's fine. 
but I'm a guy that gets things done. I got to get things off my list. And, and the girls here at the office will tell you, I, I'm, I'm rarely, I can only remember probably two times in my life where I was ever behind. I cannot stand being behind. I don't operate that way. I'm not gonna operate there, and I don't suggest that you do. Now, now Billy Graham wrote this devotion. So if you take in light what he is saying, and you go, okay, well, I watch TV, and I do this, and I do that. The, the productive years, what Billy Graham is talking about, actual productive years for building God's kingdom could be somewhere between seven and eight years. Man, that ain't a lot of time when you start taking out the time you watch TV, the time you sleep, and the time you do whatever else he said, um, you know, maybe after you've retired. Um, be careful with your time, because once it's spent, it's like money, you can't get it back. So, so I wrote that seven years you said about the TV. So that comes out to 61,320 hours. You divide that by 80 years, say the average person lives 80 years, mm -hmm. That comes out to 14 and a half hours a week. And I can promise you people watch more than that. So imagine how many years really people are, I mean, 14 and a half hours really isn't that much. That's watching one movie a night every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, so. And there's people that watch TV all day long. Yeah, yeah so you you know my views on that and I'm not gonna get right. it and beat I'm that I'm just drum, saying, but seven years is, yeah. is I, I just, I'm, I'm just a man on a mission and it doesn't mean I'm a man on a mission because I'm a pastor and I'm greater or holier than thou or anything like that. It, it ain't, that ain't how I look at my life or anybody else's. I, I am just a guy who approaches the day with urgency. I love to sit down in my afternoon somewhere between 1.30 and 3, drink a cup of coffee, kick my feet up, then I get back up and I go till, um, let's see, Monday night I was home at uh, 9 o'clock. Um, and that's how, that's, you know, somewhere my night usually ends somewhere between 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock, uh, you know. Um, I was up here with the ministry guys. I, 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 do, I say that and I do that because I want to do that. I don't do it to to campaign or show you my accolades or anything. I, I do it because there's value in it. It makes me feel good and I believe it expands God's kingdom. So that's what this devotion is in short. Now I'm gonna make a, 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 a lateral move back into uh, make a list. That's what this, this study today is titled about. So I just read Ecclesiastes. And when I was talking to the guys, I said, when a guy gets with his wife and she's first place um, in his life right next to Jesus, that's when things start to happen. And my wife will tell you that's, you know, that's what I believe God's plan is for mankind is to have a, uh, to have a mate, to have a, a partner, to have a friend um, in life so you can get things done. Um, so I want you to remember, if you are married and you're having marital issues, you need to get marriage counseling. If you're courting somebody, court them a biblical way. If you are uh, stuck uh, in your life, go back to what I'm talking about here today. So number one on my list, getting back to two, uh, three things, but not four. 
God. So it's prayer, it's Bible reading, uh, and it's church. So I'm here at the church doing ministry, uh, and I'm here during the weekend. So those, those are the priorities of my life. The next thing, uh, number two on my list uh, is health, is health. I have to make sure I take care of my health because I can't take care of my wife, take care of the church if I'm not healthy. Now, it doesn't mean I'm a fanatic, but my wife will tell you I'm pretty close to a fanatic about health. I, uh, I love working out. I, I work out at some level almost every day. Um, you worked out last night after getting home from yeah, the garage. Yeah, so I, I, it's, and before you went to the garage. Yeah, it's very normal for me to work out um, a lot now that I'm even older because I know with age uh, could come difficulties if you don't build uh, muscle, bone density. Uh, yeah, when it stuff. sits, yeah, yeah, that's it just, locks up. Yeah. And so you've kind of set yourself up to succeed, though, because you have something to work out with everywhere you go. Like that's right. in your office, you have something to remind you to work out in the, in the gym here. And then you have at our house in the basement or outside. You can't outside. walk past it without doing something. Yeah. And then I got a hot tub to help keep keep that. And you go, wow, that's pretty extreme. And, and I thought about that in my life last night or uh, on Monday when, when I was talking to the guys, I was like, and I, I am pretty extreme with with my walk with the Lord. Tell them about your hot tub, though. Yeah, I, a hot tub was cheap. I bought it. I, I've always... $68 we yeah. found it at Walmart yeah. Yeah. this Christmas. Yeah, it was one of those blow-up ones, and we just wanted to and try it. it's January, and it's yeah. still going strong. Yeah, so I've always had a hot tub, um, and it finally went kaput, and I told Vicky forever, you know, I said, I need to get another one. So we, I went a couple years without one, and it was... Yeah, because they're expensive. Pretty rough. So I was going to get one one way or the other, but we were just blessed. And she goes, hey, Walmart's got these blow-up ones. And I was like, okay. Anyways, so that's part of it, too. So so number two is health. And it's working out. And, and maybe you can't work out at that level. Um, but I want to challenge you to at least walk. Or like I've told people that are wheelchair-bound or chair-bound to, you know, during commercials, lift soup cans you know, like this, or curl them, or something like this, something to get the uh, the blood flowing and, and, and stimulate your mind. Now, if you're, if you're hard to get going, my wife will tell you what I'm gonna say. Take a shower. I'm big on the shower. Let me tell you what the shower does. With warm, hot water. With hot water. Warm water uh, warms up the bones, gets the blood percolating, when you get out of the shower, you just feel better because it stimulates your mind and all that. So that's part of being healthy. Not not to mention hygiene, but um, but it stimulates your mind, gets my muscles. It takes my muscles a long time to get warmed up now. So I would throw a shower in there. And, and there's a lot of times in, in the course of a day, guys, where I take two showers. It's not uncommon at all for me to take two showers. And in the summertime, it's almost for sure I'm doing two showers. I take one early in the morning, take one before I go to bed. So there's the piece of advice for health. And again, I'm not a, I'm not a guru uh, on health. I'm pretty close, uh, but I'm not an absolute fanatic about it, uh, or I would probably lose more weight. Then the next thing, the third thing, is a hobby. 
you need some kind of a hobby. Now this, I did talk to the guys. So if ladies, if you're watching the show, guys, you're watching the show, guys have to have a hobby. I told them that. Put your hobby on there is the third thing. Whether it's walking, uh, boxing, uh, you know, watching birds and, you know, or hunting or, or whatever that is. I don't know. I mean, guys, you know, playing football, uh, you know, playing softball in the church softball league and all these kind of, man, you've got to have a hobby because guys are built and wired with testosterone and it needs to be uh, used in a healthy, productive way. So those are the three things that I would put on your list. And then you're probably going, well, what about work? Obviously, work's a gimme. You got you got to go to work. So that I don't even mention that. Don't 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 mess and jumbo your list up with things that have to be done. You know you got to go to work. So now that you know about the three things I told you about, you you insert them around the work before or after it. But if you had ten things on your list or six things on your work, you go, I don't feel like doing anything when I get home. And a lot of guys don't. Uh, you know, and I can't speak much for the ladies because I'm not sure how they feel about it. I know a, a mom that stays at home or somebody that's retired or is watching kids, you can be worn out. And it, you may have to wait till your husband gets home so you can go outside and work out or work out in the basement or maybe you got a membership at the gym. Let, let me say something about the membership at the gym. I'm 100% for gym membership totally i'm a gym rat i've been in gyms all my life literally all my life you know for like i don't even know how long i mean what i mean 30 40 Since years i met you 40 years anyways i've been in, and i love them i don't have a gym membership now because i don't have time to get to it i can't afford and, and i'm not so it's hard for me to get there get my stuff done and then get back. Like Vicki said, I have all that stuff positioned where it makes it that much easier. So you plan all that stuff, your, your time with God, your health and your hobby around your work. Everybody's got to work. Set yourself up uh, so you can hit those goals. And let me say again, and, and Vicky's going to jump in here on this. I couldn't imagine operating from behind. It would drive me crazy uh, to think that I couldn't get these things on my list done. And I, I look at Vicky's list, and hers is just—I I, just—it's it's craziness. Uh, so, how can you help like the ladies when they got so many things on their list and they're trying to catch up and everything? Is there a point when you? Well, you have to prioritize. Okay. That's how you don't go completely crazy. Good Lord. Now, there are times where I get behind, but then I just do something to make sure that I get caught up. You know, whatever that is. When you look at, and I've never asked you this, so I ask you this right out here. I mean, when you look at your list, do you ever look at it and just feel overwhelmed when you have all the things on there? Uh, yes. Okay. But then I start, so then I go, okay, this is getting knocked off right now today. And then I'll check mark that off. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like some people, especially like housewives or ladies stay at home or whatever, get so consumed with what's going on inside the house that they have a hard time getting out? Absolutely. And okay. Now that's so that, when they that's, need to yeah, go, okay, you. you know, and yeah. I get like that with thank my you. house because okay. I have, that drives me nuts. I have my brother's stuff, my sister's stuff, my yeah. mom's stuff, yeah. our stuff. So some of Jessica's stuff, Brock and Sadie's stuff. So I have a lot of stuff at my house. 
So that gets overwhelming for me because that's like, I need somebody to help me get through this room, you know? So, um, but then if it's getting overwhelming, I just say, you know what? I'll save that for another day. And I go focus on something that I know I can get done and tackle and get it off my list. Mm -hmm. That's how I do that. So when you come to the bunkhouse, how, how do you, how do you like it? What do you say? Well, I love the bunkhouse, but when I get to the bunkhouse, I have a, things I have to do there and that's clean and go through and see what Yeah, it but needs. it's pretty, you have to admit though, everything's pretty organized and it's pretty clean. Um, it's pretty clean, okay. but I mean, not, not to Vicky's cleaning. Yeah. Like bathrooms I have to do, uh, you know, at least Vicky has to do them once a month at least. Yeah. Anyways, so I think Vicky would tell you that when you look at a list whether there's five or six, ten things on there, man, I, I'm out on that. I, I'm just going to look at that list and not, I can't even give it a second thought. So, um, however you do that, believe me that what's realistic are, are two to three things uh, to get done that day and and maybe not four or five. Now, that does, it, that's not a hard number, but I really believe it's true. So, take that advice. Sometimes I'll give you a list with just like one item on it. And then I find that paper over on my side again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like she'll give me, and if she gives me a list, like if she sets, so we have a counter. She sets her stuff over here and it's got stuff everywhere. And I like mine clean. I don't like anything on it. And she'll set something there. And, and I think one was a, you needed a cooler and you needed something else. I don't know what it was. So, anything that I can't do myself yeah. and I need his help with. Yeah, so if it gets to, if I see like two or three things over on that over there, Man, I'm, I'm, that's, uh, I'm not, that's just. He even puts his stuff that he doesn't want sitting there on my side. So that's why my side gets cluttered. It's got the grocery list. Yeah, once, and, yeah, I don't know. And, and anything he doesn't want to sit on his side, he puts it on my side, even though he still wants it. Yeah. He so just doesn't like his side. I cluttered. would be, I would, I am so anti-store. So let me tell you this. So the list don't mean, and I love to eat. Don't you yeah, go? Yeah, come on. Anti-store. I'm anti-store. That's because I buy everything for I know, you. but I'm totally anti-store. I would eat, and then she'll tell you this is for sure true. I would eat everything in that freezer, all that meat, all that pizza, all that green beans or whatever till it was gone probably and probably wouldn't have to go to a store for a long time. Uh... You know, well, we've slowly you, been yeah, unless moving you, out the stuff, yeah, moving out the older yeah, stuff and eating. And, yeah, unless you like need toothpaste or deodorant or whatever it is, but or razors, yeah, razors, or, yeah, that kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm totally anti-store, so I don't, I don't burn up any time at all, zero, hardly at being at a store. So I can sympathize and appreciate that she does go. So it's, it's awesome. But uh, that's why I titled this. This overcomer hour make a uh, make a list. Um, so, and and I was telling the guys uh, Monday night that it was great to have a suitable helper because without um, without a, a woman in a, in a guy's life, he he's you know he's pretty much that's what he's destined for. Is well, I think God knew what He was doing. Yeah, don't yeah. You? I mean, like when we go somewhere, like if we're going to rodeo, it's 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 bare bones. It's nothing. I walk out of the door like this, and as long as I have my rope and my boots. But your wife will probably get to the store and get you a sack full of snacks to take with you. Yeah. Yeah, last time we did stuff by Walmart and bought a few things, but uh, 
So there's mine, and uh, and I hope that helps you guys on um, on that. Um, that's just a big stickler with me. I don't know why it's so prevalent or important in my life that I live that way, but apparently it works pretty good. So I wanted to share that advice with you guys so you guys don't get overwhelmed. I hate to see people overwhelmed. Um, got about 15 minutes. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about what's coming up, and then we'll get into uh, some of the things we talked about at our ministry leaders meeting, and then uh, if we got time, we'll do something else. How much time we got left? Okay. Um, okay, heart for worship. So... Uh, you'll see a link pop up here for Heart for Worship, and it is on February the 10th from 6 to 8, and I think they're having finger foods. There will be finger foods, yummy stuff. And do you got, you don't have to, uh, do you have to call ahead to be there? Or are we only taking some money? Probably. Um, probably she's going to want to have an idea of how many people are going to be here, and, you know, it's kind of a different thing than like the other day where people didn't really sign up but just showed up. Right. I think you're going to have to let her let Anna know that you're coming. Wow, what, what a great show up. Thank you, ministry leaders, for showing up. 107, you said. Yeah. Wow. For sure the most we ever had show up for ministry leaders meeting. Um, bu 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 heart for worship. Uh, so that's going to be on the 10th. Hey, that would be a great way to take your Valentine out uh, there and, and share a great night. And... Uh, I'm sure you will enjoy it. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be awesome. Going to Are be you awesome. speaking at it? I don't think so. No, oh, I thought I think, you were speaking. I think there's. we're going to have a couple people. A um, couple testimonials. A couple testimonies about what God's done in their marriage type thing. Um, so it's going to be, and I know one particular couple. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, awesome. They're a younger couple, so they're several years younger than me and Vicki. They're going to give a testimony. Great. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, okay, I wanted to talk about all the people who have joined as of lately. So, uh, Nick McCulloch, uh, Jeanette, oh, we got a picture Ankerson, uh, Nora Peters, Paul, uh, Big Paul Butler Jr., and Devin King. They've joined, and then I was just in the office, um, and I think Terry said there's like two or three more people. There's their picture. Uh, are going to join, and then there's like two or three people weekend. getting awesome. baptized this weekend. So a lot of people joining, a lot of people uh, getting baptized, uh, actually preaching. While, while you're watching this broadcast, I will be preaching in probably about, oh, I don't know, seven, eight hours after the show. And, uh, and did you mention De this? Republic, oh, ladies, ladies Breakfast. breakfast. March 25th, 8 a.m. Um, so that'll be awesome. Uh, but back to that. So we will be doing some preaching. We're doing some roping down there Wednesday in Republic, ministering to some people, taking some people down. We're doing some music down there. And then the following two weeks, we're actually doing baptism down there. Um, and uh, so that's kind of what we got going on there. I want to talk to you a little bit about if you didn't make the ministry leaders meeting, um, and I think um, I think there's one or two people getting baptized down there uh, in a couple of weeks. 
So we, I titled it Vision Casting. And I'm not going to go into everything I talked about, but I do want to talk about the vision for Have Bible Travel in 2023. And it's basically wrapped around the Great Commission. The first thing I want to do with you guys is thank you for participating and all you participate. When you guys are on the show, when you guys are in church, when you guys are financially supporting this ministry, prayerfully supporting this ministry, it grow, grow, grows. Um, and we need a lot of that. And uh, we're also designed, according to 1 Thessalonians 5.11, to encourage one another. So while you're on the show today, just encourage one another. And you don't have to just be there for one another. Be there for one another. or, or I talked to somebody last night who's getting ready to join our church, and she said it was because it's... Encouraging. Well, there's like a family here, and that she really enjoyed it, and her family enjoys it. And yeah. I was excited. Yeah, and our, and our goal really is, is to encourage one another, and that's what it says in First Thessalonians uh, 5.11. Um, so be thinking about ways that you can encourage one another. And let me say this. I would say the most effective way is in person. Second is through a phone call. And then after that, you know, it's the emails. And or texting. a card. Or a card, A yeah. personal card. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But the best way to encourage somebody is in person. The next is a phone call. It's so easy to pick up the phone uh, and call that person and it, and it means everything to them so encourage them uh, in the meeting I talked about the Great Commission uh, to, to baptize to make disciples uh, and remember that Jesus is with us now so I want to talk about something that I haven't I don't think I've ever talked about but I want to talk about it because this is this is a kind of like a prophetic word that the Lord gave me 2023 is the year of the church. So what does that mean? That means God's church has to be built up. It has to be strengthened. It has to go forth. And then it has to be effective. Um, and there's, there's probably more ways to uh, grow God's church and edify it. But those, those are some of the things that we can do and we need to do. Why do we need to do these things? We need to do these things because I don't know of any other way to change the world. Um, I have completely given up on politicians. Um, I have completely given up on worldly ways. I mean completely. I just have completely given up on them and turned them over to the Lord. Because so of all the lying and just, corruption. It's just lying and corruption on both sides of the aisle, and I don't even want to get Everywhere. into it. They're all drinking out of the same trough. Mm -hmm. there's, there's no one in America can look at our governmental system and, and, and say... They're good people. They're, they're <laughs> complete heathens. They, they do not have any reverence for God. And if you are uh, somebody who's working in government and you are a Christian, please let your fellow workers know that. Because out here, as the people in the real world who are paying the taxes and going to work every day and having to grind it out, uh, at the, at the store and at the gas pump uh, with all the drugs entering the country and everything. We don't see any type of Christian, at any type of Christian leadership at all. Zero. I see none. I hear a lot, but I don't see any. And I'll just be real honest with you. I heard something that I, I actually kept on my phone and it was Billy Graham uh, 
preaching and he looked like he was probably, oh, I'll say he was 35. He said, if you're not bearing fruit, or, or he said, if you don't have a changed life or you're bearing fruit, uh, you're probably not a Christian. That's what he said. And it set me back in my chair. So uh, if someone is trying to keep their faith private um, or, <laughs> or, or they're not showing it or not standing up for things of God, things of the Bible, and, 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 things, and things of the Constitution, they're not a Christian. That's all I can tell you because the Bible said you'll know them uh, by the fruit, by the fruit they bear. And uh, so that's why I say, say it with me, 2023 is the year of the church. 2023 is the year, year of the, of the church. church. Amen. Quit, quit wasting all your time uh, worrying about what's on Fox News and all this kind of stuff. Man, it that is such it is such a sham. It is it's so disgraceful with the with the stuff that they're feeding America. All these networks. Um and um uh, you got to be careful where you're getting your news from now because really it's it's not news at all. It's just a big uh, pile of lies. So that's why God told me 2023 is the year of the church. Let's build God's church up and um, and let's get it going. And the way we do that is each person take a part. Uh, encourage, speech, unity, and teamwork. Um, how much more time we got? Okay. Um, encourage I talked about speech make sure your speech that's what the whole book of James is about I could go there and give you a whole rant through the five chapters about speech Jesus brother if you're a Christian you need to speak like a Christian in person at church and on the internet if it doesn't glorify God if it doesn't edify the church if it doesn't build up the church if it doesn't build up its members don't say it God does not want it said. He said, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's Matthew 12, 34. So when you say something, somebody's going to know what's in your heart by the way you said it and how, uh, by what you said and how you said it. Uh, so speech is very important. Next thing is unity. Coming together, unified under the blood of Jesus. Not worrying about how much you like somebody. I'm wore out with everybody worrying about if they like somebody or they this, that, or the other. Man, there ain't no way uh, you're going to like everybody, especially at church, because the devil's going to get inside your head and try to get you that this guy did this or this guy said that and all this kind of thing. Uh, when you got a church this size and you have three locations and all the things going on, somebody may rub you wrong, but you stay unified because there's one vision uh, one Savior, it's Jesus, and he saved us all the same way. Um, so you got to eat the meat, spit out the bones, and and don't let anybody ruffle your feathers. Stay on mission, stay on point. And then the last one's teamwork. Um, me and Vicky have to be a team so we can come here and create some teams, and then them teams create some other teams, and so on and so forth. And... Me and Vicky sometimes have differences of opinions on things, but we put a lot of our stuff aside 
to get the task done and, and we're grown up. We're not, we don't act like babies over something. But we always figure out what's best for everybody, for, not yeah, just for me for us. or just for him. Yeah. It's got to be best for team. everybody, the team. whole place. Yeah, team. And that starts at home. You know, teamwork, you know, you've heard teamwork makes a dream work. And, and it does. And it does. And, uh, you can't do it alone. Don't be isolated. You know, that, that's, that's what the devil wants when he, we're going through the COVID, you know, and everybody stay home and everybody stay six feet apart and everybody did, you know, that was, that was a bunch of bunk. Yeah. How encouraging was this meeting Sunday? It was incredible. I mean, was, there were so many people here and everybody was so excited and wanted to do yeah. anything and everything yeah. to help out and, yeah. and build God's kingdom. And they broke That's off. That's what it's they all broke about. broke off into groups and they actually had somebody when I was leaving uh, men's garage on Monday night, a guy uh, came up and was, was talking about getting interested in, in joining too. So we, we have had more people talk about joining, joining, and or getting baptized than I can remember in a long, long time. But getting back to the teamwork, um, listen to me very carefully and I'll explain it very carefully. All that stuff that we went through for two years where the enemy, the government tried to condition your mind, guys, that didn't work. That's all there is to it. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on or whether you took this medicine or not, that's not what I'm talking about. We're not going to talk about that today. The, the, the enemy knew exactly what it took to divide the country, and that's to separate all of this. Um, I don't, I, I never thought for one second that being apart was a good idea. Never did I. I never fell under that. I never thought uh, that it was a good idea for God's kingdom to be shut down. Now, there's a. Let me say this, and I'm gonna. And this is, this is the time for me to say this. For all of those guys that shut their churches down, and all of those churches that shut down, stayed shut down. All I can say is, guys, you need to re. You need to rethink that, uh, and and you need to understand that that was a big mistake. And move on. Well, from there it. were even churches that had you sit on this side, you sit on this side, according to mask and vaccines yeah, yeah, and that, all that, that craziness. Yeah. So how when, welcoming is that? Yeah. So when we started, so when we started back, so somebody asked me that question. They said, "Well, you know, when the COVID first came out, you know, I was, I think we were we were down for a week or two. I was down or whatever, and uh, I I I didn't shut the church down to." Because out of fear, I shut I shut it down those couple of weeks so we could format a game plan uh, to where when we opened we wasn't going to close. That was the whole thing. The whole, because I knew right off the bat, and I told my leadership team, I said, when we come back with this plan, and my wife will tell you, and everybody on my leadership team, we're staying there and we're not backing off of it, regardless of what anybody says. So it had nothing to do with fear. I thought the government was giving good advice. I knew it was bad advice from Amen. day one. When I got well enough to where I could make some competent decisions with my team, we made those decisions very quickly and very clearly and left the church open. So, um, yeah, did we have the chairs six foot this and that and the other? That that wasn't because I thought that we didn't worked. think it was really smart. No, I just I just <laughs> thought it would make people comfortable. Right. So that's why we did that. 
so hear me when I talk about teamwork. The, the reason I'm going the long way around the block is because you can see what happens when you don't have teamwork. When you don't have teamwork, the church shutdowns, the economy shuts down, uh, and, and the, the country goes by the way the church goes. The church has got to stay open. The people got to stay busy. You have to stay on the Great Commission and the power of the Holy Spirit, according to Acts 1-8, when it comes upon you, that we will be the witnesses for Jesus through Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. You know, if you think about how absolutely silly it was. No, you got to. How about the, the lines on the floor telling you which way to go up and down the grocery? I, I, I would not do it. There was no way I was going to follow those arrows or stand on the stickers or any of that. It was absolutely insane, yet there were people all over well, doing it. And, well, God love them because they didn't know. And, and, and I'm not faulting people for it. I, no, I'm just wrong. saying you can see how, how easily all people can be confused. Conditioned. And, and conditioned it's, it's into conditioned into whatever. A, the experts think it's best that you stand on a sticker and you wear a mask or whatever. And so, I, I don't, you, you don't, and everybody. Uh, it, sorry if you stood on a sticker, but yeah, I'm just not a sticker yeah, standard. Yeah, just general living you found out that that was, you go, this is the most, this is the crazy, yeah. craziest I thing. would say 98% of the people agree now that that was really the silly. craziest. And then they even ramped it up a, a little bit higher when they told you to wear two masks. And I was like, oh my gosh, where's it next? They're going to have them over their forehead or Was whatever. that really serious? I thought that was a joke. No, it was serious. So anyways, back to the teamwork. So the, I said this about teamwork. You have to keep the team together. And that starts with you at home. That starts with you and your kids. And if you don't have any kids or you're, you don't have a spouse, that starts with you and your phone buddy, your study buddy. If you don't have a study buddy or a phone partner, you got to get one. You have to build a team because God doesn't want anybody by themselves. And when you can take that team and, and you're really effective and you're really healthy, you can bring that team into church and help grow the church and the, and the team starts to expand and we can do the things that God wants us to do. So, um, I'm not sure where I was going with all that, but no. uh, that should take us right about into, yep. All right, guys, so we got about one more minute. Um, I'm going to pray for you. And, uh, man, we covered a lot of stuff. So just, re just remember, uh, teamwork makes the dream work. And... Uh, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this day. And uh, me, I'm getting to do this show with my wife. And I want to pray for everybody who's out there, Lord God, that has been overwhelmed with illness, overwhelmed with uh, bad philosophy or bad theology or bad leadership, Lord God, that they recognize that the only true way to, to keep their family healthy is through the guidance of the Holy Spirit and God's spoken word. As Christians, uh, we hear and believe this. So Lord God, we pray for our friends and our family who are out there today watching the show, that they would be blessed in any and everything they do. Um, they do for you and give you the glory for it. And uh, pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. amen. I'm Pastor Pat Rankin with my co-host, friend and wife, Vicki Rankin. I want to remind you of two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you.